Our top story, abortion rights are on the line at the U.S. Supreme Court. Historic arguments set to be heard later this morning over the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling nearly 50 years ago that declared a nationwide right to end a pregnancy. In-depth team coverage continues with our political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. And Rick, as we look at this case centering on a Mississippi law, it bans abortion after 15 weeks, but ultimately could have major implications for Roe v. Wade. How so? Well, well, let's, well first of all, uh, Rich, it's, it's great to be with you, but let's be clear. The Mississippi law is at odds with Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. And it's important to know that Planned Parenthood versus Casey basically upheld the central holding in Roe, which is that a woman has a constitutional right to an abortion under the 14th Amendment. But it abandoned what Roe said in terms of this trimester analysis to look to the trimesters. It also abandoned what was the legal standard of strict scrutiny. Instead, Planned Parenthood versus Casey came up with a viability test saying that abortions could be banned after viability. And generally speaking, that's 24 weeks. The Mississippi law is 15 weeks. So it is absolutely inconsistent with the holdings in Roe and Casey. And therefore, if the court were to uphold the law, they have a couple ways to do it. One is to hold Roe and to declare that Roe, to depart from Roe and Casey and to overturn them. That's one possibility. The other is a more incremental approach in which they uphold the Mississippi law, but they modify Roe and Casey to accommodate this 15-week, the ban after 15 weeks. We will have to see which approach the court takes. What sort of questions are you going to be listening for from the justices that will give you and your legal and and, and, and political mind kind of a, an aha of where the court may be heading on this? Well, it's very interesting, uh, Rich. If you look at the court and this 6-3 conservative majority, if this were a case of first impression, and by that I mean if this were coming to the court for the first time, there is little doubt that this court would not come to the same conclusion as the court did in 1973 in Roe v. Wade. It is a much more conservative court. It takes an original approach to the Constitution. I think the judges, a majority of them, do not believe that the Constitution itself provides a constitutional right to an abortion. However, this is not a case of first impression. This is one in which there's 48 years of precedent in Roe v. Wade, nearly 30 years of precedent in Casey. And keep your eye on stare decisis and the reliance on stare decisis and case and questions from the court, particularly from Kavanaugh, is one to keep an eye on because he could be an important vote in this as to as they begin to explore the Mississippi law. This law is clearly at odds, as I mentioned earlier, with Roe and Casey. But the question here is under stare decisis, are the courts going to follow precedent? Or is the Supreme Court willing to overturn those cases? So in a state like Florida, where we have an ongoing debate and legislative session coming up in January, where there are efforts by both Republicans and Democrats on state abortion laws, how might that uh, have an implication depending on what the court ultimately decides, I guess, in June? Yes, the, 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 the oral arguments are today, but the case probably won't be decided. You won't get an opinion until June. If, in fact, the court were to overturn Roe versus Wade and Casey, what you would see is a shift. And the shift with the debate would shift from the court to legislative bodies around the country, the 50 states. And in Florida, that means the Florida legislature would take would take this up fairly conservative, controlled by Republicans. You can bet you could either have an out and out ban or you could have a very restrictive approach here in other states, such as California, and New York, a much more liberal approach. And so if the court were to overturn, it would go that direction. Still, it is not clear at all that the court is going to overturn Roe versus Wade and Casey. However, the case is teed up in a way and that that is a possibility. Do the arguments, Rick, at the Supreme Court impact the effort at the state legislative level come January in the session? Might it impact uh, ultimately what is decided by our lawmakers and ultimately would be signed into law by Governor DeSantis? 
uh, potentially so rich. The legislatures, state legislatures around the country uh, are, take, are looking at this closely. And you've already seen a number of states impose restrictions, such as Texas, and that case is up on appeal right now, and in other states. And it could happen, and the, they may be getting ahead of themselves a little bit because the opinion will come down in June. But in the South in particular, state legislatures have been imposing a variety of restrictions, some of them consistent with Casey and Roe, some of them, such as the Mississippi law and the Texas law, at odds with, with Roe and Casey. So the answer, short answer is yes, it's possible. But, but keep your eye out for that opinion, because that opinion in June certainly will be one of the most closely watched opinions we've seen in decades. Dude, I was listening to a, a really fascinating podcast this morning uh, with one of the people who is uh, uh, behind this, and it's the attorney general in the state of Mississippi, and her uh, personal experiences and the arguments that she will bring based on those personal experiences to the table ahead of these hearings. This is going to be a fascinating one to listen to, and we'll be able to hear it in real time, too. It is going to be an interesting one to listen to, and it's interesting the approach that Mississippi took in, this, the, in, in arguing this case. When they were seeking to have the U.S. Supreme Court take take this case, they made the argument that you, that you did not have to turn over overturn Roe or Casey in order to take this case. You could take a more incremental approach. You could uphold the Mississippi law and simply modify Casey. Once the court, however, accepted the case and said that they would hear it, Mississippi shifted their position, and they are seeking an outright overturning, quite frankly, of Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. And Mississippi is going at that very directly. On the other side, make no mistake, those who brought the lawsuit to have the law struck down as unconstitutional. And by the way, the Mississippi law has been declared unconstitutional at the district court level and by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal. They are seeking the very opposite. For them, it is all or nothing. They want this law to be declared unconstitutional. They want to uphold Roe versus Wade. Uh, and they also want to uphold Casey. And the incremental approach, they don't want that either because that creates a slippery slope and that invites further litigation down the road as the court tries to define its position if it goes down that that pathway. Activists on both sides of the debate are rallying today, not only in Jackson, Mississippi, but Washington, D.C. We'll have coverage for you and updates throughout the day. Our political and legal analyst, Rick Mullaney, with JU Public Policy Institute, as always, appreciate it.